0: Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty show gobble gobble everyone welcome to the Thanksgiving version of uh, of the Rocky and Meisty show we're trying to get our predictions in uh, a day early this time so that uh, you don't accuse us of lying so without further ado we'll get started uh please remember to subscribe on Spotify on Apple Podcasts and your preferred platform TuneIn Radio in fact we're on that platform as well and follow us on Twitter and Instagram um, so today, actually, it's going to be a little different. Meisty's not with us. Who not with us? But our very own Morty is with us. Um, he will be predicting the games along with me. We'll get the others' predictions at a different time. It's really down to the wire, Morty. Actually, right? The first we've only been t- keeping track for three weeks at this point, and uh, it's close. It's a close one. I'm not going to mm-hmm. compile all the scoring yet, just because I want it to be a little more, uh, more exciting for the end during the stretch run of the season. But uh, maybe, maybe like week 16, week 17, time I'll I'll add up all the numbers see who's in the lead, see who see how, how it's getting close, you know, so we can like make it an exciting week 18 for the for the for the victory. Oh man. Serena interesting. Okay. Special anyway. special guest. Yeah special guest Serena Williams, yeah. On the, yeah, on the even,
1: even even I don't I even I don't know the standings. I could go back and look at all our picks, but I'm not going to. I'd like I'd like the surprise. Um and also we do a very unique format here. Not all podcasts Start doing pickems halfway through the season. This is why people <laughs> listen to the Rocky Micey show. They do it like no. <laughs> you others. know,
0: by the way, it's funny you mention that. I, I listen to the PFF NFL podcast, which is a very popular football podcast, and they they pick the games every week, but they only start since the beginning of the week. But they only started keeping track of that three or four weeks ago. So it's you know, really? it's not it's not so unprofessional, I guess, if they're doing it. But, uh, but I guess that makes us not unique anymore, or maybe it makes us uh, even better because we're like PFF <laughs> NFL podcast. I don't know. You can look at that in any way you want. <laughs> but anyway,
1: we're like the number two podcast, right
0: underneath. You're right, the- we're number two behind PFF <laughs> NFL podcast. Um, our ratings have really <laughs> shot up, you know, since we started doing these predictions. Maybe it's working. People like the predictions. Mm-hmm. Got a couple good a couple good ups. I was very close to picking the Colts last week over the Bills. I didn't. I can't take credit because I didn't pick it. But the Colts ended up wiping <laughs> them out. Um, we'll see what happens. So let, let's let's go ahead to this week and uh, let's get started with Thanksgiving. Bears, Lions. Actually, you know what, Morty? I'm nice. gonna let you. I'll, I'll start with the Thanksgiving games, and then you'll you'll start. You'll do all the Sunday games. So let's start. Right, Bears. Sounds Lions. good. Uh, we, we got the Bears favored by three. Listen, I know a lot of people want to look at this as an upset opportunity for the Lions, and understandably so. They're playing against a struggling Bears team, but uh, the Bears have been close in a lot of games, especially the last couple of weeks to so the Steelers and the Ravens. Uh, albeit, uh, you know. Uh, the backup quarterback last week. But still, you know, they're a superior team. The Lions can't get anything going offensively, whether Jared Goff plays or the backup. Uh, I'm just going to go with the Bears to, uh, to win this game. How about you, Morty? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, is this, is this Matt Nagy's last game?
0: Well, that's yet to be determined, right? That, that, that there's been rumors on the street about this being Matt Nagy's last game. But you're saying oh, if gosh. it is, then they're going to play hard for him? or or, uh, or, the
1: or maybe he just doesn't
0: care anymore. I don't know.
1: Um,
0: that's right. I mean, that's <laughs> possible. Although he's probably he's probably trying to build up his resume for whatever job he's going to get next.
1: Right, right. So I had the I had the Lions last week. I had I picked them, and I picked them to cover. So they did cover, and yeah. I think they were very close to winning that game. I think the Lions can get their first win of the season here. Um, you know, it's 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 Thanksgiving. If they're going to do it any day, it's got to be now. They're really. They're, I I root, I root for the Lions. You know, they're yeah. I feel bad a little bit. You know, like I want them to win. I I think they deserve a win at this point. And the Bears, everyone's pretty much already given up on the Bears, so we're gonna go with the Lions here.
0: Yeah, head guy, I agree with you. Head coach Dan Campbell has just been very emotional after a couple of these losses. They've had some really heart wrenching losses. You know, namely the last couple of weeks to the to the Steelers. They nearly had that victory tied instead. Nearly beat the, the Browns last week. It wasn't for a freak turnover at the end. Yeah, And, uh, you know, a bunch of real close games against the Vikings and the Ravens, last-second field goals. So, obviously, you know, they, they deserve the win. They've been playing hard. Just, you know, a couple bounces haven't gone their way. That's why they haven't won a game. But, you know, just, their roster is really bad. That, that's really what it comes yeah. down to here. And,
1: mm-hmm. and at their right schedule is not going to get any easier coming up. They've got the Vikings, Broncos, Cardinals, Falcons. You know, yeah, you're they, right.
0: You're you're right. If they don't take advantage here to, here on uh, on Thursday morning, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to circle which which is gonna be the first victory for the lines this year. I mean, we're just gonna really, have to wait and see which one they pull out. Um, okay, so this game actually, interestingly enough, Raiders-Cowboys, second game of the week. Now, what, the first thing that stood out to me when I looked at this is this is a good game. You know, I, re, I, I know the Raiders have been reeling, lost the last three games. But, um, you know, we're talking about a good Raiders team. Derek Carr, for the most part, until the last couple of weeks, have been playing flawless football, one of the best quarterbacks in football. Last three weeks, uh, I think multiple-digit turnover-worthy plays, which is really bad. And now you have the biggest line of the week, the Cowboys, to cover by seven and a half. Which is a big line, especially considering that's the only seven-plus point line of the entire week in a game that I think could be very close. So I'm actually going to go the upset here and pick the Raiders. They lost three straight games. I know they've had some emotional turmoil throughout the the, the last few weeks because John Gruden and and Henry Ruggs and uh, a lot of off-field issues. But I think they come back. You know they come back strong against Dallas. Prescott did not look so impressive last week against the Chiefs. Maybe a, a back-and-forth battle here, and I'm actually looking for Vegas to take the victory.
1: How about I think you? Vegas is going to finally win. So, they I liked them in the beginning of the season and then like you said in the last few games, they've just been not Uh-oh. it has not it. It's just not it. Yeah. Um but it's really hard to pick against, you know, America's team. You know, as much as I v- very much dislike the Cowboys, I think they they're, they they got to come back here and reestablish themselves as a, as as who they think they are. Cool. And who they, you know, like they everyone, everyone was talking about them. They started playing good. Um, I think I think they they'll pull it off here on Thanksgiving. You
0: know, on Turkey Day, they need this. I think Cowboys are gonna win. Okay, fair enough. Um, so that's Thursday night, the big Thursday night game gets a lot of ratings, a lot of eyeballs. Right, nobody's been at work the entire day. The Thanksgiving feast is done. It's eight thirty. Um, Saints Bills, which is a, a, good, a good game on paper coming into the year, but you know, Winston's injuries, Josh Allen's struggles over the last few weeks, not playing nearly as well as he did last season, which was to be expected after a breakout year like he had. Uh, but I'm still gonna go with the Bills here. You know, they've lost two out of the last three games to AFC South opponents, a little shocking. Um, they got they shellacked to the Colts, they lost to the Jaguars. But, you know, Josh Allen's going to come. I-, I can't see him having a-, a third week like this where he's just, you know, putting the ball in harm's way constantly, and he's going to get back on track. And not only am I going to pick the Bills, but I'm going to pick them to cover the six-point line and win by a touchdown over here. What about you? Hmm.
1: I I like that spread. I don't think I'm going to – I'm not going to go with the spread here, but I do like the Bills here. I think they've had, you know, rough last two weeks, Jaguars Jaguars um, and last week against the high-powered Colts team. I think – the, I think I think that tomorrow night they're going to come out. They're going to come out to win the game, and especially the Saints coming off a heart wrenching loss to the to the Eagles. Um, their defense is really just not looking as you know as a number one run defense last week did not look like did not look like they were playing the way they were supposed to be. So I'm gonna take
0: the Bills. Yeah, perfect. Um, okay, so you can take it away if you want. We'll start with the Sunday games from the top if you have the ESPN scoreboard. All right. Yeah, we're up.
1: Okay. Yeah, so we got we the got Steelers at Bengals, um, and the line is Cincy by four and a half. Okay, so
0: this is an interesting game. Now we have the, this, the Steelers, you know, sh- you know, obviously struggled most of the game against the Chargers last week. A couple crazy turnovers at the end on Sunday Night Football. They uh, made it close and almost beat Justin Herbert in the Chargers, but it was too much to overcome. Herbert came out of the gate and just played really well and shredded that defense. It's a lot of injuries, like T.J. Watt, Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick three of the cornerstones of that defense, all out. And it was too much to overcome for the Steelers. And, and and if one or two of those guys are out again this week against the Bengals, Joe Burrow is heating up again, uh, and Joe Mixon in that running game is heating up again. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I don't know if I'll touch the four-and-a-half-point line, but I'm not so confident they're going to win the game. The Steelers somehow seem to th- keep things close every every week. But I'll go with the Bengals here. How about you?
1: I don't know. I like, I like the Steelers here. I think I think they, they're also – they're trying to – they took a loss of the Chargers, a tie against the Lions, and a – Disgusting game. Just, disgusting. it hurts. Hurt, hurt <laughs> to watch that game. You know when you're on your yeah, red zone has already moved on to the afternoon games and oh it keeps coming back to this overtime game. You're like, is this game still going yeah. on? And yeah, yeah. nobody's won yet. Um, <laughs> didn't look good. The Bengals they are heating up, but again they were they were on they were hot and they were cold. They lost to the Jets. They Got blown out by the Browns. Um, I think the Steelers take it away here. Okay, um, like and. All right, next game is okay, this is this is a this is going to be a fun game. Bucks at Colts. Tampa Bay by 3
0: points. Okay, this is a fun game. I agree. Um Colts, have, you know, uh, Colts have been in some sort of a streak, right? Like when Carson Wentz plays well, he, he it looks good this year. Not a lot of mis- pretty mistake-free football for the most part, except for a couple boneheaded plays a few weeks ago. threw his, threw, threw into like three defensive linemen at the goal line that's, and ended up getting intercepted in the end. That's you remember that Carson Wentz
1: being Carson Wentz. He it, at one point, at least one point during every single game, his his inner Carson Wentz shines out and he does one of these plays.
0: It's yes, you're right. You're right. That's that's essentially what it is. It's a couple plays throughout the throughout the last few weeks that it's just been like he's playing fluid football. He's playing mistake free football. But then what are you throwing into triple coverage when there's no receiver there? You know, <laughs> sometimes it it makes no sense. But you know, Brady's getting back on track. Obviously, last week against the Giants was a was a get right game for him, and I think he'll, he'll remain back on track. The three point line. I don't know if I'm gonna. Pick them to cover because I do think it can go either way. I do think the Colts have been playing well. Defense have been coming back together, but the Colts the Colts are um, an above average team, but that's about it. An above average team, and I'll pick uh, the Bucks to win this game. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I mean I think Colts are a little bit more than just above average. I'm saying they, you know, they beat the Bills. They didn't they didn't lose to the Jags or the Jets or like some other teams. They did lose to the Titans, but the Titans are pro- the most underrated team in the NFL right now, or they've been. They've been constantly the most disrespected team in the NFL, as I've heard on many other podcasts, and I think it rings true. true. Um, but I do think the Bucks pull off a win here, and I'll take them to cover. I think Brady's not gonna go down against the Colts and Carson Wentz. I think he'll just take it away here.
0: Yeah, you know, it's 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 a good one to pick a cover. I, I hear where you're coming from three point line for Brady. Um, he doesn't yeah. often win games by three. He either he either loses or he wins by 10, <laughs> or 20, You know, <laughs> so exactly. If they exactly. win, there's a good chance they'll win, they'll uh, they'll win handily. Uh, okay, let's let's okay, move on.
1: next yeah, next game we got Panthers against the Dolphins in Miami. Carolina by two. Carolina-
0: what do you think? You know, I, I, I'm riding Miami. I'm riding the Miami train. I'm going with the Dolphins again. Listen, the Dolphins are much better than their record indicate. They they've won the last two games now. Um, they started the season two and seven. Good win against the Ravens. A good win against the Jets. I'll beat the Jets. But um, defense is really coming alive. They can get Devonte Smith back. Jalen Waddles a great target for them. Mike Geseki over the middle of the field. You know they got targets. It's a matter of the quarterback, the quarterback group over there. You know, like whether it's Tua. Right. Um, it, 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 it's ugly. It's ugly at times. He has the potential to make throws down the field, but it, it, it shines through against mediocre teams. Um, they, they, they didn't play well offensively quite against the Ravens. Just the defense really held up. They had a nice, you know, fumble return for a touchdown. So it's not like they can really compete with the best teams. I I don't think they would be able to compete for a playoff spot per se, just because there's too many teams in the mix, but I think they can make a run here and maybe make a run to have a, not a losing record this year. So I'm going with Miami to win this game.
1: You know, I think I'm going to join you there. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the Panthers. They got Christian McCaffrey and that's pretty much it. Um, with, with Cam back, his win against the Cardinals. Okay, yeah, that was really big for him. But besides for that, just looking at their record, is that they have a win against the Cardinals, against the Falcons, and like Texans and the Jets. Uh, not a very compelling argument. And I do like Tua. I think they're going to heat up again. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Dolphins with you on this one. Okay. All right. Now, this is going to be a great matchup. Titans at Patriots in Foxborough, New England by six and a half.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one. You know, I, I, I see here two teams that sort of needed to come back down to earth last year, which is why I actually picked the, the, the Patriots to lose against the Falcons, and I got shellacked on that, on that <laughs> pick. The Patriots ended up shutting out the Falcons. And, and do I go against the Patriots again and say they need to come back down to earth? I do think so, but on the same token, I, I think the Titans need to come back down to earth too. They did against the Texans last week, but, you know, the passing game is reeling. Henry's not there. The running game is just significantly declined as a result. They have a couple good safeties in the secondary, but the defense is still what it is. It's it's mediocre, maybe below average. So I I have a hard time picking the Titans here. It's a six and a half point line. I like the line. I think I like to go with the Patriots with the Titans cover here.
1: I I I I actually really like that a lot. I'm not gonna take it because I don't want to copy you too much, but you can Patriots copy me. I might copy <laughs> one of <laughs> later in the show. You'll see. <laughs> um I have I I have the Patriots here, although, I mean, Titans coming off a bad loss against the Texans. No one saw that coming. Titans do like to do this, where they just like, they'll win, I don't know what, six in a row against all good, you know, good teams, you know, they beat the Colts, they beat the Bills, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Rams, the Saints, then they come into Foxborough, I think Patriots and Foxborough, you can't pick against them, so I'm gonna go with Patriots here.
0: I hear that. I hear that. And and that's part of the reason why I think they'll keep it close. Yes, they laid an egg against the Texans last week, but we're talking about a team that's beat, you know, Super Bowl contenders week after week, right? The Rams, the Chiefs, Mm -hmm. and and the the Bills. So, uh, yeah, that's why I think they'll keep it close. But I agree with you. I think uh, Patriots come out on top in Foxborough.
1: All right. Now we go on to uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. We have Eagles and Giants. We have Philly Mm -hmm. by three and a half. Conference matchup.
0: What do you think? Philly by three and a half. Okay, so I'm not going to touch the line. I'm going to go straight Philly to cover. Eagles have been playing well the last couple weeks. You know, once you get – let Jalen Hurts Hurts use his athleticism a little more and uh, get the receivers involved, starting to get some playmakers there in the back end. I I, I like the Eagles to definitely win this game. Um, You know, the, the Giants are up and down. Like Daniel Jones started off the season really hot first four games of the season, and teams have just figured him out. What his career will look like, we'll have to see throughout you know the course of the next few years. But um, I'm going to go with Philly for this one. They've been looking like the better football team.
1: I, I like that a lot, Rocky. Um, I'm going <laughs> to join you with, on that. I'll take my Eagles to win and to cover. Um, cover. I think I I think very smart. They have figured out Daniel Jones. You know, coming off a loss, you know from the Bucks, they haven't yeah they haven't looked hot any any at any point in the season. Um you know they lost against pretty much almost everybody at this point um i think philly especially that now that they've figured out their run game as a run first team as long as they can you know stand up you know defensively i think they have this in the bag yeah agreed all right next we have falcons at jags uh falcons by two and a half
0: you know, I, I I picked the Falcons to upset the Patriots last week, and and do I just go here and pick for the Jaguars to upset the Falcons? I I see the Falcons as a as an up and down team, right? Like week to week, you never know what you're going to get from them. Uh, Cordell Patterson should be back this week. I think that's enough to put them over the Jaguars. Listen, I, I want to pick the Jaguars. If Cordell Patterson didn't play, then we could have a repeat of what happened last week, and uh, you know, really just nothing going in the passing game. Matt Ryan under constant pressure. But you know the Jaguars' defense is obviously uh, pales in comparison to the Patriots' defense. The Falcons will be able to get something going once they start getting Kyle Pitts involved and Russell Cage, and they got receivers on the outside, possession receivers. Maybe get Mike Davis involved in the backfield. So I like I, I like Falcons here.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's this is a this is just I don't I don't like this game at all. I mean, like yeah. I want to pick the Falcons, so I'll probably go with the Falcons. But uh, I don't know. The Jaguars are just. They're just I don't know, they're just bad, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> There's not really much else to say about them.
0: They're pretty um, bad. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's in Jacksonville, but um I think Matt Ryan is and when is Matt Ryan gonna retire? Do we know? Is this one last of these season?
0: days? I- I think the problem for Matt Ryan is that, you know, they just haven't surrounded him with quite the supporting cast that he's had. He had in the early part of his career, which is why, you know, he made the playoffs a bunch of times, made a Super Bowl and almost won against the Patriots. But ever since that Super Bowl run, you know, they haven't provided him with the receivers that he's had now. He's only getting older. He's in his what 13th year at this point. And, uh, you know, they gave him Kyle Pitts finally. But, you know, he's not getting better. He's only getting worse at this juncture in his career. He's not a bad player. He's just—he's—he's uh, he's not what he used to be, and he—and he's only going to decline. You would assume, unless he has like a Tom Brady resurrection, which only Tom
1: uh, Brady. Does, I think so <laughs> yeah, only Tom Brady. So that's right. That's, all right. Okay, so I saw you on the Falcons there. Okay, next game we got Jets at Texans. Ooh, this must see two and a half. This this is, this is what you're calling
0: two two and eight teams going head to is, head. This is must see TV. Listen, oh, we're gosh. talking about a Texans team that's coming off a hot win against the Titans. Um, I will not Very be watching this game. Let's see which game I'll be watching. <laughs> Listen, it, it, this, I, I have a feeling this is going to be one of the most exciting games of the afternoon. Everyone's going to be like, gonna like, overlook this, and all of a sudden it's going to be like red zone heavy this game. Like every five seconds, the red going to be like, holy moly, it's 38-35 with two minutes left. Here we go, Davis Mills or Tyrod Taylor now actually, you know, driving down the field. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Texans. You know, Tyrod Taylor has really brought this Texans team back to life. Um, Zach Wilson, sh- I think, should be playing for the Jets. It's been, a, it's been a while for him, so it won't be Flacco on the center. But – I, I like the Texans to win here.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I think I'm gonna go against you here. I'm gonna go with the Jets. Okay. You said Zach Wilson's back in, right? He is back. Yeah. Okay. I I, I like him. I, I think believe,
0: he's. I believe he's he's supposed to, he's set to return for this for this matchup.
1: Okay. I think I think if if Zach Wilson comes back in, he's gonna come back in with something to prove. The Jets they keep they need a, they need one they need to choose one quarterback to root for. Um, and I think he's gonna come back in with something to prove and beat the Texans. Okay. All right Next, our a- early afternoon slate, we have the Chargers at the Broncos. Chargers by two and a half.
0: Arch, that's a good line. I like that a lot. I mean, I, I know the Broncos record wise, right, hanging in there right with the Chargers and the Chiefs, right? One game back with the Chargers, a game and a half back of the Chiefs, but do I pick this line? I have two games right now that I like the line. Um, I'll, I'll keep that on hold for now, but I'll just go straight up Chargers for now. The offense is heating up again. Hopefully, Justin Herbert can remain consistent for the Chargers' sake. So I'll, I'll go with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like the Chargers
1: too. Here, um, they are playing in Mile High, so we'll see if the altitude gets to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see this. I could see it being a blowout, but I could also see the Broncos like heating up again. Um, but I'll I'll have to join you on the on the Chargers on this one.
0: Okay. Oh, got even line coming up next.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even. We got to pick them. Rams at Packers.
0: So this is one you. you This is one you like to take the line here, right? Because whoever your winner is, your the thing is, I'm not confident in any winner here, right? Packers coming off a couple losses right with Jordan Love and last week against the Vikings. That was a heartbreaking loss for them. Uh, um, Rams reeling a little. You know, yeah, go ahead, Morty. Actually, you know, yeah. I have to think about this one for a second, so yeah. you can definitely go ahead.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think I think I think the Jordan Love game, that needs a little star by it because he's just not it in any oh, way, course. shape, or oh, form. Course. Um, not ready at all. Um so Aaron Rodgers, his if his toe is feeling okay and isn't start complaining about it again, I think Packers have this in a bag. Against a loss against the the Vikings is classic Packers close game. Get down to a kick, don't leave time for Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings, no, they know how they know how Aaron Rodgers works. I think the the L.A. Rams coming into Lambeau Field and the cold weather, I think Packers have this.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think uh, you're right. The Rams like play, playing sunny L.A., so uh, obviously that's going to affect them. And you're right. You're right. At the end of the day, Rodgers is healthy. You know, th- he's a bad man. There's no one there. really like Bad, can bad man. He's a bad man. And he played well against the Vikings last week. Just Kirk Cousins matched him somehow. Um, uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. I'm going with the Packers, but not the cover. Right. The puck, to
1: cover. All okay. right. To cover the even line. Okay. To cover the even line. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we got Vikings at the 49ers. We have San Francisco
0: by three. You know, the Vikings are another up-and-down team. You never know what you're going to get for them on a week basis. But, you know, since it's a three-point line, if it was a a three-and-a-half-point line, I'd say definitely – Give me the Vikings to cover that line, right? All their games are three-point games. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. except for one against the Tardis, which is a seven-point game. All right, great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to with the Vikings to win here. You know, they're, they're reeling. I really think if Kirk Cousins gets his own, you know, they finally take that leash off him. Let him throw to Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. These are great playmakers they have on the outside for the Vikings. Dalvin Cook is also a great playmaker. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. So, you take that leash off, off, uh, off of Kirk Cousins. You let him throw the ball down field, which he has the ability to do. He's had that ability you know, for his entire career, for his ten year career now, eleven year career. So yeah, I, I like the Vikings here. Pull the, upset, the Vikings have
1: yeah, the, the Vikings have a lot of great weapons here. And like as long as they utilize them correctly, I think they're they're a very good team. Um, I do I am seeing news about uh one of their uh, Griffin is barricading in his home for fourteen hours. I um, saw something
0: about that. I didn't <laughs> read the headline, but I saw I saw uh, something popped up on my phone.
1: Yeah, so I'm not sure how much an uh, effect he has on this game. Um, San Francisco, uh, I don't know. I don't also don't like them a lot. Also, like you know, they started off and then they lost four in a row, all against good teams, though. You know, they lost against the Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Colts. Beat the Bears, obviously. They, you know. They beat the Rams very, very nicely. They beat the Jaguars. I think, I think they can keep this this trend rolling. Beat the Vikings.
0: Okay, I, I I agree with you. These are similar teams, right? They're up to expect on a week to week basis for them. But I, I can definitely see this going to San Francisco. Um, so I'll put you down for San Fran, and you're not going to take the line there, I assume.
1: Uh, no, no Vikings like close games.
0: Okay, I agree with you.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, now we have our Sunday night. We have the Browns in Baltimore against the Ravens. Rocky, what do you? Okay, got? so this
0: is a, this is a division matchup, which are always close games. Um, that's why I don't like three and a half for for Baltimore. I mean, I do like three and a half because Ravens are at home, so they get the automatic three. But I, uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna lean toward the Ravens, and I, I think the Browns the Browns uh passing game has been struggling. Baker Mayfield's been very inconsistent this year. He's had a couple good games namely against the Bengals last couple weeks a couple weeks ago. Problem with Baker Mayfield is that, you know, he even said on uh, last week he was quoted saying that he's never been more banged up in his career and that showed on the field against the Lions last week it was a future performance. As well was the was the week prior to the to the Patriots. So that's two straight uh, three out of four, right? The Steelers a few weeks ago as well. So three out of four bad performances by Baker Mayfield and I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. I came here on the podcast last week and said Who would you rather, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, or Lamar Jackson? I was the one that said Baker Mayfield. That's looking like a pretty stupid comment right now. But (laughs) I I, I happen to love Baker Mayfield. I just think he is banged up. We don't know what we're going to see throughout the rest of his career. The Browns' running game is good, but if Lamar is coming back and he says he's 100%, I'll pick the Ravens to win this game.
1: Okay, so the Browns struggled against the Lions last week. No one can deny that. Um, Baker Mayfield is very banged up, and he's not someone that talks about it a lot. You know, True. First for the, you know, compare him to like, I don't know, like uh even like Aaron Rodgers. I mean he was out for COVID and then he's his toe is broken, toe hurt, and, and Roethlisberger is always something's always wrong with him. I I kinda like the Browns here besides the fact that they didn't they just didn't show up last week. Now I'm looking at the schedule here and it's very interesting because from what it looks like to me They is all that play
0: each other. They all they, play each
1: other. They, they, no, the Browns are gonna play the Ravens twice in a row
0: twice in three two out of three. Oh, for the oh they have a buy in between they have
1: a buy yeah they have a buy in between
0: oh, interesting
1: so they have back-to-back games against the ravens
0: that's interesting yeah and the ravens have two out of three and the one in the middle is the steelers
1: so that's that's, ooh, that's a tough that's a tough schedule oh the
0: ravens schedule is about as difficult as it gets so they have seven <laughs> games left five of them are against division opponents and the other two are the packers and the rams so it's uh it's tough sledding
1: It is okay um, but for this game, I'll probably go – I think the Browns. I think the Browns are going to try to come back from last week. They didn't show up, and, you know, as long as Baker doesn't literally fall apart on the field, you know, I think the Browns can come back here. Prime time, it's – you know, it is, in, it is in Baltimore, and the Ravens love winning in Baltimore. They love it. But I think the Browns can come – can show up here.
0: Yeah, Perhaps, you know uh... I think a lot of the money is going to go toward Baltimore, but I can see Cleveland pulling this game. It's, again, it's a division matchup. It should keep it close. Um, the Browns' running game is, is effective every week pretty much. And, uh, you know, you, you have Donovan Beeple-Jones and you have Rashad Higgins on the outside and Jarvis Landry has just been a great weapon for them. So obviously that passing game can get going so long as Baker doesn't throw the ball in harm's way or start overthrowing receivers like he has the last few weeks. You know, he comes back down to earth, settles down a little. Um, The Browns are good enough to beat the Ravens. There's no question about it. But I I just think, you know, the the recent Baker Mayfield struggles are are making me lean toward the Ravens over here. All
1: right, I got you. Okay, Monday Night Football, Seahawks at Washington football team. We have Washington by one point.
0: This has got to be Russell Wilson's coming out party after the injury, right?
1: That's exactly what I'm thinking. He's got to admit it.
0: Gotta happen one of these weeks. I mean, Chase Young's out for the year. You know, the, the, the Washington Football Team defense has not been nearly uh, what we expected it to be, and now they're missing their best player up front. So yeah, I, I think Russ is going to come out, play pretty well. It might not be old Russ per se, but you know, well enough to to beat Washington. You know, Seattle's been struggling. They're technically in the playoff playoff race, only two games behind the seventh seed, just because the NFC is so wide open there on the bottom. But like everyone except the Lions have a chance, literally. But um. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Seattle to win this game.
1: Yeah, I gotta join you on Seattle and with the cover. I think Russell Wilson is—he's—he's is, he's been back, but he hasn't really been back. This week he's gonna come back out, and the Seahawks are gonna—they're gonna—they're gonna play up. They're gonna play up to this primetime game and wipe out the wipe out the yeah, the football team, the opposing football
0: team. If I would have told you before the year that Russell Wilson would be an underdog against the Washington football team, <laughs> but uh, that is in fact the case. Know. And I, I, you know, things change throughout a season, obviously, and the recent struggles are, are making uh, Vegas turn toward that. But, but for my last cover, I haven't used it yet. I'm going to go back to the Chargers game and I'm just going to pull the trigger there. Chargers are good by two and a half. I think they'll win by field goal. Well, I'm confident enough in Justin Herbert's ability for them to cover this line and obviously win the game. If they win game, they probably cover the line, most likely. So mm-hmm. I'll go with that one. Uh, okay, so we've yeah. got uh, all the covers. We'll have to get the rest. In terms of the Thanksgiving games, uh, by the way, this is so we got. We got everyone's Thanksgiving predictions. Everyone posted on the chat. So we have uh, everyone's picking the lines except for me. Interesting. A team that hasn't won a game, and everyone thinks this will be the game. I, I guess it's perfect position for them to win their first game, right? Like you said, they don't really have a, a, an easy game throughout the – well, for the Lions, no game is easy. But relatively speaking, <laughs> an easy game during the throughout the rest of the season. And the Bears looks like the opportunity, especially, especially with the way the Bears' offense has been uh, playing the last few weeks. But, you know, Justin Fields come out there, he showed a lot of sparks – and uh, I don't think this is going to be the week, but I can definitely understand your side. Listen, it's three against one right now. <laughs> three, three. You <laughs> think the Lions are going to win, and I think the Bears are going to win. The underdog really uh, come through this week, so we'll see how that pans out. I think that's interesting. <laughs> it's I, interesting.
1: It, it, the Lions are in a perfect position for them to win, which also makes it a perfect posi- position for them to lose because right, that's what right. the Lions love to do. <laughs> so it's a little catch twenty two we have here. That, but- that
0: that that's what I'm thinking as well. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll, we'll see well, we'll see it all play out on the field tomorrow. And Thanksgiving's enjoy your Sundays and uh, your your football Sundays. Your weekends off if you have it. And uh, thank you for joining us. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe on your preferred platform. Have a great weekend.